0: Nigga, we gotta start the podcast. Oh
1: my god, I'm trying to. You Bro, keep you like... do this every, do every single time. No, no, don't do that. Don't be trying to put that on me. I hate that. Time. Oh my god, let's start the podcast.
0: What did you slip up in my tub, girl? It's just that when I drink, sometimes I get a little crazy. Here to wake whistle, Marcus. Oh, it's my night. I know it's gonna be good. Turn it it up. Done saying I'm done playing. Last time was on the outro. Stuck in the house, need to get out more. I've been stacking up like I'm fundraising. Mm. Most people in my position get come places, want to come places mm. with star girls, and you end up on the front pages. I'm just quiet with it. I just ride with it. moment I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. Man, I'm way off beat. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, because, you know, I was sitting here listening to it, and I was like, mm-hmm, I'm going to sway back and forth. Like, I know what song you're singing, but, you know, it's cool. It's cool. It's hard without, the, it's
0: hard without the music, man. Fuck. You got
1: to do whatever you got to do. Like, just say it's the remix and keep it
0: pushing. You know what I mean? No, you just reciting, your so you're just reading the lyrics down. Honestly. That's what you're doing. you do. No, know when it's you're just back- a
1: remix. Like you just read, like, you know how Puffy be like, Oh, it's the remix. All he did was put a different beat behind it. Same words, no new features, <laughs> nothing. It's just, you know, so that's all you have to do. It's all good. You know what's all
0: crazy? Right. So I was looking at the lyrics and I was just like, yo, technically that's a throwback. And I vividly remember how I felt when I heard that song. Well, and it can't be that long ago because that's crazy.
1: Well, What's been fucking me up, especially in the new year, I've I've been, as I told y'all in the last episode, I'd be using TikTok, you know, because I'm cutting down on social media and blah blah blah. So there's this one joke where I'm
0: cutting down on my um, fast food intake, but yeah, I've been going on McDonald's.
1: If you want to be a hater, just say so. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, um, there's this one joke on there where the guy is like buying wine in particular. And uh, he's like, do I have to take my ID out? And she's like, no, I can see the one from here. And when I say it took me about 10, 15 minutes to understand what that joke meant. Like wow. I'm sitting there like, I don't get it. Everybody has a one in front. Like, would you like, this is stupid. Until I realized that uh, people born in 2000 will be in fact 21 this year, which Absolutely makes no sense to me, which is probably why I did not get the joke initially. Um, there are a bunch of movies that will be turning 20 this year, including Monsters, Inc., which makes me want to physically throw up. Um,
0: <laughs> what is no other also
1: *Shrek*. Up? Legally Blonde was another one. Spy Kids, I think, was another one. I, I mean, remember just,
0: sitting in second grade, like that. And when you said that shit, I lined up the numbers in my head. I was like, "Yo, that's correct."
1: Same that year. doesn't make sense to me. It happened yesterday. I vividly remember. And I'm a Believer at the end of the track. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: come on. Like, you gotta understand where you were. Like, donkey. Like, come on. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is stuff that is boggling my mind, and I'm also realizing that I'm getting a little bit older, and that's. Uh, well, I don't know about y'all, because once I hit 30, I'll just be going backwards. But, you know, it is scary to know that I am getting over the hill of my early 20s. It's no longer early 20s. It's late 20s now.
0: But you know it's the thing? Like, I've never been somebody that was ever afraid of getting older, because mm-hmm. I always just kind of knew. I was like, you don't really be... the number means nothing. It's just, what do you do with that time? Like, I remember when we was at the, um, wherever it was, somebody was looking at my ID, and it was like... That's not you anymore, and then we was both <laughs> laughing. Like before, I could even get the words out. You was like, "If he cut the facial hair off, and it would took, be. It would literally still be him. It and be. I took that picture when I was 16, right? So 10 years I mean, later, you definitely
1: should change your idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because it's just like, yo, like, and then you know, how I always joke around. I say, "When you you're a good person, that black don't crack." Also, for white people, when they're good people, they don't crack as much. Well, because right. <laughs> they they've
1: learned what shea butter and lotion is. So like, and they got
0: a black person around them to help them.
1: There is. I just found out my coworker listens to like Caribbean music, like reggae and soca, and I I was a little wow. taken aback. Don't worry about how, when, who. Just <laughs> like not taken aback, because I, I just this didn't... is the
0: one that goes to that went to Buff State. No, this uh. is the one
1: that's from Ohio. So shout out to them if they listening, but it <laughs> fucked me up um, name starts with a J. Uh, mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yes, but it fucked me up. I'm not gonna hold you. And I said, Oh, that's why his skin is so clear. It makes a lot more. sense (laughs) now. Somebody has definitely introduced him to good food, good culture. And you know, shout out to all those black people who are welcoming because it's not me. Um, (laughs) Just putting that out there. But also, I'm not scared of getting older. Because like Mm -hmm. I said, once I hit 30, it's just backwards from there. So I, I have no like, I don't feel bad. I'm just like, dang, 20s was kind of lit in the beginning. Like, I don't know what happened halftime, but let's see what the final quarter looked like. We'll see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Halftime got a little shaky, but the first part of it was mad lit, so.
0: Yeah, I always wanted to get older because I always knew when I got older, I'd have more money, and resources to fund the bullshit that I wanted to
1: do. You think, but then you also have more responsibilities that you have to pay for that they don't tell you about when you
0: first get there. So. I'm fine. I keep telling you, as long as I do not have a kid, encourage remains my single responsibility,
1: I'm I don't believe it because that little fucker
0: <laughs> ripped
1: his whole paw open. I'm just praying you don't
0: gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like, all I saw was
1: dollar signs. I was like, that me was not. Too. Like, I didn't want to admit on. it. Now, I wanna... all I was all I saw was dollar signs. I was like, in fear, of, like okay, seventy percent of me was in fear of my life, like his life, and then the oh. other like, you know, thirty percent of me was like, I I'm gonna kill him, my damn self, cause it'd be cheaper to bury him than it was to <laughs> go get his paw fixed. So you know what. I guess it is what it is, but still fucks me up every time.
0: That's a fact, before we move on, though, I really just want to point out, like, I never said this before. I'm glad you said it though, because <laughs> that, because I, I never wanted to say it, because I know how you think I feel about courage. But like, when you told me he fucked his paw, I was just like, "Well, the font fucked up because." No, like how much money is gonna cost? Us? First of all, <laughs> any
1: anybody outside that says like, "I want a dog," no, you don't. No, you, you do don't, you don't you're know not. What fighting, you're not finding, yeah, like they are needy um they financially cost way too much money like the man eats us out of house at home um <laughs> and would eat off the dinner table if he really could prefer like if he could choose Literally but like every week it's like oh yes courage has another paw issue like he done stepped on something because he ain't paying attention he yeah. done rushed and brushed up against it something infection pun. like how do you even do that like first like,
0: week that they had have an ear infection with you, I, just I, it. I just
1: don't That's understand i just don't understand
0: That's just to sum this up it's not even, I think you could agree with this, it's not even about the financial cost, it's the mental and emotional cost that that dog will, will charge. It doesn't, because I'm going to
1: kill him. The anger, <laughs> the sadness,
0: matter. Like the, especially if a dog like ours, whose emotions are written all over his face, so like he's constant, and just dramatic, like courage is dramatic as fuck, so like he's sitting over there currently looking like we don't love him. And it's like, we're doing I don't. Into so that Paul Hill. I don't
1: love nothing. He about to get some Neosporn and call it a day. Listen, yeah, but okay. Well, it's been about five minutes. Would you like to is, introduce yeah. the podcast? Hi, whiners. Happy 2021. We nah, made it's
0: 2020 it. B. <laughs> Yo, somebody's
1: definitely, I was listening to the podcast and I don't know who you are, but shout, shout out to y'all. But they were like, this is 2020 deluxe because of all the stuff that's been going on. And Again, I, no better. I just a, know how to
0: deal with it now
1: half of me was expecting when new year's came that it would be like December 32nd. Like I didn't (laughs) think he was going to let God was going to let us just, you know, rock with Mm -hmm. this one and move on. But we technically have um, the first week or two have been a little hectic though. Um, But Regardless, it is your girl, Nia Bia. Your
0: boy, Mikey Box. 3X is because I'm nasty.
1: Or because he's crazy. And we are the Wine Night Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and coming back and listening to us. I know you missed us last week. I'm sorry. My co-host was, uh, he was sick and he just could not really, that's what happened. record. He was that's what crying. Happened. We had to take him to the hospital. It was oh. a lot going on. yes. Yeah, so um, and me being the warrior that I am was ready to record. However, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, you just can't can't uh you know force people to be great you know mm, that's, um, that's yeah. what happened yeah. yeah i wasn't sure if you remember since you were passed out and in, as in a the true hospital. leader and
0: as a true person that's for the team i'm gonna let you believe that
1: let me believe it it's the truth it's facts whatever your girl says here is all straight facts you already know how we give it up
0: anybody ever, it's kind of like andre 3000 said. if anybody ever says real talk i probably don't trust you
1: He is one of the greatest I can't, I I cannot deny. Well, you know what, then I will plead the fifth. But anyway, regardless.
0: Also, I think we should say shout out to anybody that's a new listener. Like I think, you know, new year, people probably try out new things, you know, whatever the case may be. So if this is your first time like listening to us, like, welcome to the show. I'm not going to say welcome to the family because you got to be here at least two to three times before you say like you're in the wine night family.
1: Well, they get the invitation for like one. Oh, we don't gatekeep
0: enough. No, because they can
1: at least come to the cookout. Can they eat? Not yet. Can they take a plate? Not yet. But they can come and learn the electric slide. You know what I'm saying? Like that much you can do. You say one one more time, you can take a plate. What?
0: If not a single person. That is very ever,
1: unfactual because I, no, I, I have I have actual never, video. All proof.
0: you all y'all do is just make fun of someone. You don't know how to do electric slide? You're not black. Give me your black card. I literally
1: have videography. So why did proof. I not learn
0: how to do electric Because last you year. don't
1: listen to anybody. I literally have proof. Nubia showing you how to do it. We were on roller skates in particular. On roller skates? We were there, you stopped roller skating because you couldn't roller skate and the electric slide came on. You said you didn't know how to do it. Nubia taught you how to do it. I'm watching, you learn how to, I, not only watching, I am the one recording, which is why I have the proof. Video. I will show you because With he likes to IG. lie.
0: With that shit on the IG. <laughs> you no, know, because you look crazy. <laughs> Absolutely oh, we not. can't post all bad looking bad anymore. That's you said what,
1: what happened? I'm fine with looking. As your, looking. I mean, okay. As your podcast host, I'm here for you looking crazy. That's not the part I'm worried about. As your significant other, who is a very strong advocate in the African American community, right? The Black diaspora—they will not come for me because you refuse to learn. It how is I your to responsibility. Do. It though. is not my responsibility. Yes, it is. You are not my responsibility. The child child that rips his paw open? Remember this,
0: because when I always tell you, mind your business, what do you always say? You are my business. No, you
1: are my business. You are not my responsibility. If you go out and shoot somebody, I'm not responsible for the fact (laughs) that you went and shot somebody, okay? However, if you decided you were going to go over there, I would like to know, because you are, in fact, my business. Okay? You know what, y'all? All 2021, don't let none of these motherfuckers tell you otherwise, okay? They sleeping in your bed. That's your business. Anyways... Back to what we were saying, but um, y'all can take a plate to go on your second round, Um, (laughs) and you might even be able to watch our drunk aunts and uncles at the end if you come for the third round. The third round. Yes, you know when they have that one cup, and it's that one song. Half the people not dancing no more, but it's that one aunt and uncle that's
0: like three seconds
1: away from fucking on the dance floor. That's and they're like, you don't know nothing about this. It so is it, a part of the culture. You have to take it for what it is. You will become the old uncle one day.
0: I'm not fucking none of my.
1: What? No, Maybe. they're couples, stupid. Maybe oh. your one aunt and uncle. Oh. What kind of dumb shit is <laughs> this? Like, what are you talking
0: about? Why would
1: our aunts and uncles just be fucking each other? Do we that. look like of pale skin? Are we? We, Listen, don't, we don't I was play all confused. that.
0: That's what I just wanted to know.
1: Anyways, I heard you have some topics that you'd like to talk about today. So I how mean, Before about... we
0: even get to that, let's just kind of like talk about, okay, like it's okay. a new year now. Like, First off, what um, mentality or energy I guess you could say that you come into the new year with? Like, I, I can start with myself to kind of give you an idea where I'm, where I'm coming from. Um, I came into it with a understanding of I, I can't control certain things. I can only control me and, and my productivity and the way I respond to stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's
0: what I'm coming into it with. Um, so I'm coming into a very well understanding that this is not going to be a quote unquote better year. Nothing's changed. It's still a pandemic. The president is still in America, still races as hell. Like I am, you know what I mean, still part of it, employed by an institution. Like nothing's necessarily changed. It's more about what I can, how I react and how I respond to things. And that's what I'm coming to this year with. Okay. Just, you know, controlling how I react and how I respond and making sure that I'm in the best position to be successful.
1: I mean, that's real. Um, I think for myself, I, I think I've shared this a couple weeks ago that my, um, I guess, 2021, I don't want to say resolutions because I feel like sometimes those sound very temporary. Um, but what I've recognized is that Um, The last year was really shitty, and I'm not mad at myself at whatever I may have done, haven't done, or wanted to do and didn't do, or did do, um, whatever the case may be, right? Like, I'm not mad about 2020. Like, it was a pandemic. We took care of ourselves the best way we knew how. None of us knew how to do this shit, right? Um, But I have recognized I do need to uh, self-care in a better way. So I was reading a few days ago. Um, That self-care is not just about bubble baths, a spa day, watching your favorite TV show, or my personal favorite, eating a whole tub of ice cream, as you know. but it's also balancing your checkbook. Um, and for all of y'all who don't know what that is, please go Google it, because I know they, we, we got <laughs> those some that, Those
0: that had the two on their ID? <laughs> yeah, y'all probably don't
1: understand what that means. However, like, write down everything you bought. Like, you know, that little app you use is probably not enough to pay attention to what you're spending and how you're spending and where your money's going, right? Um, but like balancing your checkbook or finishing that assignment early or starting that assignment so you don't finish it late or, you know, making sure that uh, you set yourself up for success. That is what self-care really is so that you are taking care of yourself in the future. It's so it's like a combination of both. So I have renamed it as, uh, you know, um, Dang, I just went just that fast. I hear when it's well, I keep
0: going. No. <laughs> I <laughs> renamed I it, it them as, them as
1: like set, you know, it's basically setting myself up for success and, uh, you know, preparing myself before or for those times where I can't and I don't want to, right? Those really tough situations. So I'm setting myself up in the future. So making sure my mental health is there, right? Girl, go ahead and schedule them therapy sessions. Like, don't wait. Um, making sure that, uh, oh, it's beating myself at my own game. That's what I called it. Right. <laughs> so setting those therapy sessions up, making sure that I'm writing down like my goals and I'm setting, you know, small obtainable goals. Cause I know sometimes that's hard to set these grandiose goals and you can't do it. Um, but basically beating myself at my own game. So when those times comes when I can't get it together, um, my past self has already looked out for me and there's no issue. So, uh, you know, focusing on my health, remembering that it's a long term game and not just a, you know, when I lose that little tummy weight, I'm done, <laughs> like, that's not how I go. So being myself at my own game is pretty much the the mindset for 2021.
0: Yeah, I know some people like they they benefit from having their little mantras and things like that. Mm-hmm. While you were talking, I thought, it's about being proactive as opposed to being reactive with yourself. Yeah? Right. Because a lot of times we think of self care, we think about it in terms of okay, I had a stressful week, let me go get a massage, let me go drink, mm-hmm. let me go do whatever it is to kind of recover from the five days I was trash, two days of recovery then come back. That's right. As opposed to like what I realized again last year was if my life is I spend I can't spend less time treating myself nicely than
1: talking about to it.
0: myself. Right, Talk about it. and if I'm spending five days shitting on myself, then two days, quote unquote, to recover, I'm not really recovering. I'm really just like tired of
1: shitting on yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You just
0: kind of relax. So it's like, so it's for me, it was it's those little things. So um, when I come back from a trip, I used to just, okay, if I come back from the trip, first off, if you're starting a professional career or anything like that this year or whatever, take Monday off. It Sunday. If you let's say you took Thursday, Friday off or whatever to go somewhere, do not come back Sunday think you'll be ready Monday. You will not be. Take Monday off. Take, you need that extra day or come back a day early so that you can get a day to get your place together, unpack, just kind of get yourself mentally back in. Okay, I'm in regular world now, right? I think you know what I'm saying. Like we always talk about that. like, yo, can we come back a day early from our trip or whatever we were doing to help us, you know, get our shit together. One thing I took from you was I clean my I, I clean my shit before I leave. And then when I come back, I unpack, put everything away. Don't wait for and like, immediately during during the week, like oh, I'm gonna do it. No, you're not. You're not. You just you're just not.
1: Now you got laundry for five days yeah. instead of and you're just starting one behind. Day. Yeah. you're Starting
0: behind. So it's about being proactive as opposed to being reactive. And also like during the week. Okay, during the week, I have little checkpoints. Okay, if I get to Tuesday, I have taco Tuesday i get to wednesday wednesday i get to you know get wink it's wing wednesday like i have these little things that are self-care throughout the week it's sometimes if i'm coming back from vacation or whatever sunday afternoon or sunday night i'm gonna go look at what e- what emails i mean i answer all of them but i have an idea of what i'm gonna be walking into monday morning because for me there's nothing more stressful than loading up that outlook app and i don't know what is gonna come at nine o'clock in the morning And i don't want to start my morning like that i like knowing the day before That my supervisor put a calendar, put a calendar invite on my calendar and I got some shit to do at 10am. So now I can prepare for that. Right. So it's being proactive as opposed to being reactive.
1: I definitely agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, a few things have happened. If we would have started this last week.
1: None of this stuff would have happened yet.
0: Yeah. So maybe it's our fault. We didn't record.
1: We caused, you caused it for, by going to the hospital. <laughs> Winers, we wouldn't have had no riots and nothing if Michael would have just been right here doing his job. You're right, yeah, yeah. You it's know, making sure that the world is spinning. But it is on him. And I just want y'all to remember, like, who's at fault? Not me. Courage. What? There you go. <laughs> Boom. Courage it's is him. Cool. It is the fat man himself. The fattest of them all. Of
0: them all. But yeah, so you referenced the riots at the Capitol oh what what I'm not going to get into like what happened I'm sure at this point if you listen no
1: if you're listening to this podcast we got to make sure we're doing our due diligence the person who is the correspondent I will take it on since you know that's usually what I do um so if you are not aware um on the 6th of January there was supposed to be a vote uh some votes going down in Congress to uh officiate uh, Biden as the official winner of the presidential election of 2020 in particular. Um, however, some spicy things went down in pre- in between, right? So Trump had a rally uh in DC uh prior did to attend. you said did he the rally? No, he was at he spoke okay. at the rally. Uh, oh you're talking about the rally not the riot okay yes he was at the rally um but prior to that he had been tweeting and you know, encouraging his followers to stop the votes on the 6th, even though there was really no way for them to do that uh, per the laws of our government, right? Um, The Senate had to vote, I believe the House of Representatives had to vote, and then that is what it is, right? However, like I said, he was encouraging them to go down there to stop it. I think they took that extremely literally, because there were thousands of Trump supporters who, I was gonna call them Republicans, but that's not even. I just feel like that title doesn't even. I think that's stick. fair. That's
0: not fair. To it's
1: not. So I will say, uh, well, some Republicans, but not all of them, right? Yeah, because um, you know what
0: it is, though. I don't want sorry Democrats to speak for us. So.
1: And that's <laughs> true. Um, and I mean, we can talk about the whole Republican Democrat debate later, but uh, a bunch of Trump supporters definitely went down there to our U.S. Capitol um, where the Senate and the House of Representatives meet. Uh, They decided to riot and storm inside of the Capitol, leaving four people dead, a bunch of damage, uh, and a really broken country, I believe, at this point. We were already pretty broken, uh, but now not only does the rest of the world see it, uh, but everybody in the United States is seeing it as well. Really uh, sad. It is, they climbed the buildings, they broke through windows, no, they beat a man to death with a fire extinguisher, woman was shot, there's a lot that happened, mail was stolen, laptops were stolen, confidential information was also stolen, uh, there were reports that two officers actually helped the riders enter the building, told them where to go, opened doors, all kinds of wild stuff happening, um. A cop is dead. Uh, oh, no, no,
0: that's where we draw the
1: line. <laughs> you said, well, oh, well, I mean, I guess what kills me about the whole situation is while they were inside of the Capitol, there was a group of them saying that they would like to hang pints. Not just saying it, they were chanting it. It was one of their chants. So, you know how we're like, stop the blue. You know, they were like, no, hang pints. There was a guillotine. There was a noose present. Um, there was a lot going on down there. So. Uh, (laughs) Like I said, kind of shows that we are not in the best of place. However, the best news about that was um, none of the uh, government officials were hurt, right? So that's one good thing. And then the second good thing was Biden was officially um, uh, declared the winner of that election. So no more back talk. Ain't no more back talk, okay? That's the president. That's it. He's the sixty seventh president because of how many times he's fucking won since
0: <laughs> Honestly, uh-huh.
1: November to now. But it is now very much official. Um, but yeah, did you want to kind of give your two pieces on the on the riot and everything that happened there?
0: Oh, um, I think the one thing I'll just say is that like I was really annoyed to keep hearing people say like this is not America. It's not the America. And Watch don't out. This. If this ever, anything ever showed me America.
1: (laughs) Cue Donald Glover.
0: (laughs) Right? Violence, you know, revolutions, quote, unquote, shorty that got based. It's a revolution. If anything that ever encapsulated, if that's the correct word, what America was, then that day definitely showed that. Um, These people have been here. You know, we just as Americans only cover the coasts. Yeah. We cover New York City, we cover L.A., we got more social media, so we see a little bit more on the inside, we love Atlanta and, and Miami and shit like that, but still the coast to a certain extent, but we don't really cover middle America, right, and Trump exposed that, right, to get, as his, he created that as his base, and gave them power to act on their beliefs, and these are fundamental American beliefs, freedom of speech, say whatever I want to say, hang pants. Right to bear arms and people went up in the government, the capital, um, the government building with arms to hurt government officials. Right. These are two the two fundamental uh, rights that Americans fight for. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was on display and it goes to show you. And that's why I, we had a conversation in, um, in the store down one day. A lot of these laws need to be updated, rewritten or clarified, whatever worry, whatever it is you want to say to it because the way they're being interpreted, the way they're being used is creating danger.
1: That is very much so correct. We don't necessarily talk about middle America too much because there aren't like, well, I mean, there are some few major cities in between that would be an ignorant statement to say no. Um, But like you said, they're not as popular in, you know, media, I guess, as the two uh, coasts are. Um, Another thing is a lot of these people don't come from uh, big city areas, right? There are farmers, there are people in more rural areas and secluded areas, you know, so they feel, uh, differently about, I guess you could say how everything has been going down. Unfortunately, like I was telling Michael a few days ago, uh, I feel like people are not reading to comprehend. I don't think people are reading at all. Uh, cause if they were, they would read a lot of things about Trump that, they probably would no longer support if they say that they are a patriot for America um, like they claimed. However, what I did want to say um, and who I did want to shout out was Eugene Goodman. Yes. Yes. Um, strong black, look at that black man leading this in. They said, we will not be the weakest link, okay, in this <laughs> at all. Um, but what he did, uh, I feel like was extremely brave, especially as a black man. I don't know if I, I would have lost my job that day, cause I'd be like, "Nancy girl, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I can't do it." Like the only thing, couple of people that would have made me stop in my tracks was probably Bernie and uh, yes, A- honestly, and AOC. I'd be like, "Wait, no, no." Okay, oh, oh,
0: I gotta who, save them. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: who's the rest of the pack? I always forget their names, but the rest of the pack and Bernie, I'd be like, "We gotta get them out." After everybody else is out, I'm sorry for your... all. No, let me stop playing, cause that isn't funny. However. Um, the reason why I want to shout him out and the reason why he will be our blackout for this week uh, is because he single-handedly took on a large part uh, part of the mob when they came into um, the Capitol. And so in the video, if you can find it, I'm sure you can search his name because at this point, his name has been circling around, but... Uh, In the video, he is leading them purposely away from where they were hiding the uh, Senate Congress. uh, I hate congressmen, congresspeople, right, (laughs) Um, to make sure, right, Um, to make sure that they were safe. They were still getting to a safe spot when that mob was coming. And he single handedly, uh, you know, tried to stop them, distract them. He walked them a separate way. Mind you, all this man had was a baton. There was no gun. Um, he did his best to lead them away, uh, which was successful. All those people are still alive. Um, but can you imagine um, seeing a bunch of angry white people screaming and yelling and about like a half a second away from like legit snatching you up? You know, there's a new South Side. You've seen it. It's attached um, and put up. Who knows what they're gonna use it for? Who knows if it's just symbolic? Who knows if I'm gonna live or die that day? And that man definitely stood by. Um, you know, he was one of the true patriots that we've had, that we've seen, uh, that protected our, our yes, our Congress people and our government, what it stands for. Um, and just quite literally, I think human decency. Well, I laid my life on the line to make sure that the next person, right? Especially if those people have or can affect real change. Will I live my life down so that they can live, right? Um, and honestly, I feel like that is probably really what it should mean to be an America, uh, American. Excuse me. Like, will I sacrifice for another? Um, I wish that was what we deemed as American, except for what we saw. Um, because as much as it is funny, it is sad. Nobody has reached the Capitol since 1812. <laughs> 1812 people. That's more than a hundred something years ago. Um, about 200, 200, 200 years, excuse me, because I keep thinking it's the 90s for some, I don't know why I wanna go back so I'm not so <laughs> old, but 200 years ago, right? That's a long time. Um, so for these people to have to face um, our democracy this way is kind of sad, but it happened and hopefully, uh, you know, with Biden in there, you know, my student loans will now be clear. <laughs> um, my skin will clear up with it. Uh, I get that $2,000 STEMI um, and all that other good stuff. So yeah. we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. That's why it hurts when, um, whenever they say we're not patriots and we're not patriotic because Black people have literally built the country. And then in so many ways, <laughs> whether it was the Tuskegee Airmen or whoever it is, have contributed to American culture in so many ways and have shown patriotism. Um, I myself, like, I'm, when you met me, like, you could never understand like why I had such a love for America and stuff like that. It's because I believe in what it can be, right? And I think that's what fuels people like Eugene and myself and Obama or whoever's black and fights for this country. It's not what it is. I'm fully aware of how trash America is and everything like that. It's just for me, what fuels that for me is a combination of two things. It's having a Haitian background and knowing how bad. A nation can be, and how oppressed a nation can be. not to say that we're not here, right? But I know how ugly that can be, and um, and I see the beauty of democracy, and I also have hope. To me, I always tell you, I, I love that Langston Hughes poem "Dreams" because I believe that without hope, dreams, all those things, we're literally just bodies walking around. So if I don't have that hope, if I don't have that belief in that flag, what it can, what it can be, and and all those things, like. And I'm just a sad and just miserable person here. And then what makes me what stops me from just going there and just bombing the capital?
1: You right. better than me, because I can't stand it here. If I could leave with my family, <laughs> trust me, I'd be out. Germany is a better place to literally live at this point. Okay. Um a little cold, but yeah. <laughs> and that bitches cold here. Like, excuse <laughs> my bitches, not calling you a bitch, but I'm saying, like, God damn, if cold was the problem, like, trust me, I'm out of here. Um, but what I will say is, um, Shout out to all those people who, Black people and uh, allies alike, who protested um, from, what was it, April to damn near September and on. Those who are still out there doing all the good work. I know how painful this must be to see. It literally broke my heart to see uh, police officers helping people down the Capitol steps, taking selfies with them. Mind you, that person who took that selfie was one of the two officers who they believe, sure. I can't you tell, but um but, <laughs> um, but I said that. Yeah. I, was
0: like, I was watching that person help them. I was
1: like, is that person helping them of them down? Like It's a lot going on. So to see things like that, and I don't wish violence upon anyone. Mm-hmm. What I will say though is I I see your pain. I feel your pain. I have that pain with you. I empathize. Um, Please still fight. Please still feel the courage. Um, Those rubber bullets, I know they hurt like hell, um, but we've got generations after us to look for. Like I said, that hopefully new term of definition, uh, which is, uh, are we going to sacrifice for the people who come after us? Mm -hmm. Um, And specifically for the back community, please do not stop fighting, regardless of what we see. We know what's here. We know what's always been here. but hopefully we can inspire change one one way or the other. And if we don't, look at them motherfuckers doing it. Boys, they on the no-fly list. They picking them niggas up one. Oops, excuse me, they, they picking them up one by one out there. You see, you have you seen the videos of yeah, them? Yeah, somebody
0: sent me some shit. Like, That's like, the energy I need right there.
1: I want y'all to go get all of them. Somebody was like, "Hey, uh, even if you've deleted all this stuff off your Facebook and you feel like you know you've gotten all the evidence out of the way, uh, to recognize that there's like." You know the little hotspots, little pings. You know, because of where you are. So even if you don't connect to the Wi-Fi, if you was in that Capitol building, honey, they (laughs) coming. That little. How easy it is
0: to find you now. It's
1: amazing. It's beautiful. I used to think this country was going to shit, but you know what.
0: Is, but, it's you know, working. On like, the way down, we gonna have a little fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for real. I, I'm so happy. I've never been so happy to round up terrorists in my life. I, I, I true, truly, <laughs> truly.
0: <get> the lasso. <laughs> I, yeah, honestly, I
1: like the way they just been rounding them up is like,
0: come and on, I'm go ahead. And if you haven't seen the video, I suggest you probably if you want a good life. If you
1: like, want a smile, I'm
0: happy. It wasn't just like peaceful. Just you know, come here. Like no, they've been. They're dragging, dragging them up picking him up. Go get him. Have it happen
1: I'm over I want I just want to be a flower in the wall I'll be like, look, he over there. He had <laughs> it. Go get
0: him. <laughs> he, around
1: the, he around the corner. All those people, they got the majority of the uh the individuals that you saw widely. So the one who was carrying the podium out, smiling, enjoying himself, they got him. The one with the little Viking hat on, they got him too. The, one, <laughs> the man who uh, was sitting up there real lovely with his boots all over Miss Pelosi's desk, got him as well. And apparently he's already got like one and a half years for some state crime he committed while he was there. Not even to mention all the federal ones he committed. <laughs> so you know what, sir? I hope... I hope you can get podcasts in prison, cause <laughs> I want you to hear my laugh, real loud and we're real loud and proud. But all right, woo! Um, this is not the long episode, so how about we go ahead and get into our wind down? All
0: right, I'm with
1: it. Let's go. Wind down. All right. So, what you trying to chat about next? Yo, we
0: should talk about this. I mean, it is time for the wind down. That's cool, but after that, I need some advice.
1: Let's wind down with the Wine Night podcast. Ciao, all right, people. So, like a smooth glass of your favorite wine at the end of a good day, we like to wrap up the episode of the wine down. Oh, excuse me, with the wine down, uh, where we give our take on situations or questions that you may have presented to us, um, or have submitted to us. You know what I mean? So, uh, if our advice goes well for you, then please shout us out, like us, tag us, all that good stuff. We're all over the place now. Um, and if it doesn't, then I mean. Truly, nobody told you to click play. Uh, but please come back anyway, even if you don't <laughs> like it. Uh, <laughs> but that's the wind down. So let's do
0: it. All right, cool. So um, I was I was watching an interview, right? That's what I do my time. Um, right. Interview. It was Stephen A. Smith. He was talking to Breakfast Club, right? And somebody had made the comment about, because they were talking about the riots and everything like that. And they made the comment of, well. Was Jamel Hill writing. right? And I, as they were still talking, I said, that's an interesting conversation I think we should have. Because obviously we knew, well, me go back.
1: I was gonna say, I think you should explain to the people yeah, what
0: you're talking right. about. Uh, back 2017, uh, Jamel Hill, when she was still, um, she's employed by uh, ESPN as far as I know right now, but um, she played a much bigger role in ESPN. She was a much bigger name back then. Um, she made some tweets about Trump and in that, in those tweets, she described him as a white supremacist, right? Um, ESPN, uh, a sure statement saying that her tweets do not reflect our beliefs. Right. Uh, also, uh, and I'm very, I'm generalizing, you can please look this up if you want to on your own. Then. Um, I believe sometime later on, she made some tweets about Jerry Jones. Remember, this is around the time when, um, protesting the anthem and the flag and everything like that okay. was, um, was, was a big conversation. And, she's, and Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, he made the statement that uh, players who participate in that should be punished in some way, shape or form, right? So with that being said, uh, it brought up was Jamel Hill right? Now, I'm sure we both agree that Trump is a white supremacist, right? And we should, I mean, we also agree that um, uh, Jerry Jones was wrong for what he said about protesting the flag and everything. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is with what we saw with uh, NBA players going into the bubble, right, during a time of like social, you know, just discourse and everything like that. Is it more important to keep your platform And maybe not say what you need to say, always important to say what needs to say what you believe needs to be said and risk losing your platform and things like that. So, with that, if you understand if you need me to clarify I can, but if you do understand, I'll give it to you.
1: This post or not post but Situations like this um, always put me in a rock and a hard place, right? Because the revolutionary in me is like, fuck those people. Say what you're supposed to say, right? Um, If it's the truth. The other half of me understands why someone would want to work through the system to change the system, right? And so I'll briefly, if it's okay, give my, you know, how I feel about them both. Um, I think that is extremely necessary, again, like I was just saying, for sacrifice. Somebody has to be the one that says, this is a problem, right? And whatever perspective area that you work in, um, so that you can show some type of solidarity, right? Um, mm-hmm. And show, um, you know, like how you, I guess, how you feel about some of the things that's happening to you and your community specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, But like you said, the drawbacks of that, there's always a consequence, right? There's always going to be a, like, but what if, right, Um, type of thing. Mm -hmm. What if you lose your job? What if you lose some friends? What if you lose your connections? What if you lose your livelihood? What if you lose, insert whatever here? You have to be willing to lose those things in order, I think, to be that great, right? which kind of sucks, it really truly does. Um, especially in the country that says, you know, free speech. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> On the other side of that, I can understand why someone says, you know what, let's work through this system to change this system, right? Who was, uh, oh man, um, Thurgood Marshall is a great example, right, he became a lawyer to change it from the inside out. He did amazing things, became Supreme Court justice, correct? I want to make sure that I'm yes. saying that correctly. Um, and I don't want to say like his power diminished, right? I don't want to say that. However, his activism and to a certain extent was muted, right? There was only so much he can do within his position and with the people around him that kind of make that whole thing. Um, and so I do think in that regard, you have to recognize what the sacrifices there are. You're no longer, I'm going to do whatever I want to do because it's right. It's I have to work with these people or in this system in order to affect some change. And sometimes that takes a long time, not to say the other side doesn't, but working in that system, I think, is harder. However, it does have benefits because you're behind closed doors that others will probably never see. Um, I think for me personally, you just have to figure out the type of person that you are. What is it that you stand for and what are you trying to change? When I'm at my job, I like to ask myself, am I here to get paid or am I here to change things? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh though that's it I, to me, it's the same question. Am I here to, you know, invoke conversation and you know, force people to recognize what's happening in this situation? Or am I gonna work a little bit more covertly? Might take a little bit more time, but you know, in order to to affect change that way. I don't think either one is wrong. Um I think for me, it depends on what day it is. Depends on whether or not I'd be one or the other. Cause I believe in affecting change and where I'm at, but I also believe in, um, you know, taking your time and uh, working behind those closed doors. So I, I, I truly don't know. I commend Jamil. I've said a lot of things about a lot of people. So, you know, I can understand if they heard me say, or read something, you know, they felt the same way, but I've, stand by my comments i stand by how i feel and i stand by what's happening to me and my community um so if that's the hill that i have to die on <laughs> no okay all right whatever
0: good. um
1: then <laughs> then i will do that like I, I believe in that um you have to always be willing to die for your cause or die you know on the hill for your cause um, mm-hmm. that was that was a lot but you got it take it away friend
0: i um uh, it was it, uh... So because I immediately compared it to when we were like NBA players need to boycott, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And it
0: breaks us the conversation like to me, it's not just anybody boycotts. Everybody plays their role. Some people need to work in a system and some people do need to boycott. I personally don't believe Jamel Hill had enough clout or um, influence to be the one to make those tweets.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Right? Um. So when I think about like who should have been the one that boycotts the bubble, it's not your your role players. It's not your bench players. It's LeBron. It's Giannis. It's um, James Harden. It's the star players that need to do. Everybody plays their role. Because at the end of the day, like the reason why I I remember when we had this argument about your dad, he was like, you know, you can't just lose your platform because then after that you just go into radio silence, right? And I was like, yes. This is looking back. I'm like, that is true. Look at Jamal Hill. We don't know what the hell she does anymore. What
1: like, are you talking about? She has her own show and she has a podcast. Show,
0: but she is not at the same level where she was before as far as like publicity and being on Center on a flagship show, like things like that, right? So we still care about who Jamel Hill because we know Jamel Hill, right? But it's a hit that you take and you go and they have this ability. When I say they, I'm talking about corporate America, the powers that be, those that determine like who gets a voice and things like that they can usher you to the margins, right? So it's not that I disagree with what she said. It's not that I'm going to disagree with how she um, goes about it. It's, um, it's just recognizing that you can do more staying in, depending on who you are, right? Now, if it's something that is truly just on your heart, and you're just going to go, by all means, go ahead. I right? ju-
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let finish. me just
0: say this one last thing. If it's on your heart, then... Go ahead, do what you got to do, right? Uh, but I know for myself, what keeps me from wilding out sometimes is my number one responsibility in life is to provide for myself and my family, which is you and courage at this point, right? That's my number one responsibility. So if I'm not jeopardizing that, then I can say what I got to say. Now, if I if I lose this platform, what happens? Am I still do I still have the ability to affect change? in a way that I did before. And it's a slippery slope. And I don't know the answer because I'm not one of those people that don't know those things. It's just something that I think it was an interesting conversation to revisit considering years later now where she what just happened. Like how do we view that? Because it, last thing I want to say is I'm sorry. I just want
1: to say
0: I promise you this the last one. Everybody now has something to say about Trump because it's safe. So is I'm mad as f- I don't want to hear people now impeach this or Twitter. Bin- no, 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 no. You should have been blocking Trump back when he was calling LeBron all these names and all these different things from your platform. I don't want to hear that now when it's a week, less than a week or so before he gets, he gets removed from office. Now everybody got a backbone.
1: Okay, so I think I've officially moved to the other side, which is say whatever the fuck you got to (laughs) say. And your argument kind of kind of influenced me to do so. Right. Um, But I will keep it very realistic because I don't want to just say a bunch of shit and not be responsible on this platform. Right. What I will start with is um, I don't agree that because you are, quote unquote, smaller, you shouldn't speak. Right. Malcolm Little was unknown until he was Malcolm X, Mm -hmm. but he had to start as Malcolm Little right? He had to start in one position in order to get to the next, right? Um, so if it was only the LeBrons out there speaking, right? Um, we'll never have another Malcolm Little because you have to already be a LeBron to do anything, if that makes sense. I know those are way two different occupations, but please follow me. Um, but also with Martin Luther King, small preacher, not like, you know, this big, he he didn't start as a, you know, well-known name and then get into activism, he's well known because he got into activism, right? So if you believe it, it's on your heart um, and you know it, it's the truth, you know it, it's real, you know you know it's happening, blah, 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 say that. Um, because it influences those big people to step in, to say that no more, like it's not okay. Um, so I personally just don't agree with that in particular um, because without those people starting small, uh, we would never know anything about them. Also, someone has to crawl so someone else can fly. Um, How many other Malcolm Littles were there before there was Malcolm X, right? Probably a thousand. I'm not going to hold you. How many people, you know, in your communities right now, you know, telling you to get it together or to, you know, solidify and create these movements, all these small town people that are are uh, putting together these protests, extremely organized protests, names we will probably never know of in our lifetime, right? Probably be our kids' lifetimes, their children's lifetimes, where it's written in these textbooks of all these amazing things all these people did. We'll never know their name. Um, So be courageous, do it. I do understand livelihood though. Um, Black people and people of color, marginalized groups, I do understand that livelihood is, So important because you struggle so much. I understand not wanting to give that up. Um, But you, like I said before, have to just know what your place is. If you feel like you can affect more change through, you know, and keep your livelihood, please do so, right? If that's the way you are the most effective, do so. However, I'm not gonna hold you as much as I've known of Colin Kaepernick as a football player. Like I wasn't ignorant to who he was completely. I could care less. As an individual, right? Like, I don't know him. I I can't pick him up out, out out of a lineup. This man has changed the world, not just the U.S., the world. He has put his stamp on it because he was somebody that decided to speak up. He lost a lot, but gained even more. I think, in my opinion, right, he's inspired so many people to say, enough is enough. This is not okay. It's not right. He inspired Jamel to be brave and say what she had to say. So she might not be on CNN or I'm sorry, not CNN. <laughs> I've, been wa- I've been watching a lot of CNN lately, but ESPN anymore. Right. Um, which very sad, but she's not down and out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she still has a very much of a following, very much of a platform. Um, oh, Dang, I just blanked, but basically pick, pick the side that is the most effective for you. If you're willing to lose it, then do so. Um, I believe you'll have more to gain on the other side. Because nine times out of ten, we're not going to let you fail. Black community will not let you fail if you're on the right side of um, of justice, which she was, and she has not failed. Right? She show is still going strong. Podcast is still very popular. You know, my hats off to her and all the other smalls out there. Truly. All right, all right y'all. Well oh it's about that time we said it was a short episode wasn't really that short but short enough
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know how this goes so if you made it to this point one of two things is happening all right either one listen to the whole thing and we're thankful for you tuning in or two you're not really listening and this is just background noise all right so if it's the first please remember to like subscribe share our content with at least one person you know.
1: Two. It's 2021. Like, you got this. Two people.
0: <laughs> that would have worked better if it was 2022.
1: No, I don't, I'm not trying to rhyme. Like, bitch, uh, like you've been here. Share with <laughs> people.
0: <No. laughs> I mean, share with content with at least two people.
1: There you go. You
0: may know who needs need a glass of wine, some good conversation, or laugh about some people getting rounded up for being terrorists, right? Also check us out on Instagram, at the wine night pod. If it was the second, wasn't really listening. Well, thanks for the show. Fuck you and the click you claim. No, stop. <laughs> Peace and love, Yeah. Bye, whiners.